Hello and welcome to episode 75 of Linux Downtime. I'm Joe. I'm Gary. And I'm Amalith. Nice to talk to you both again. So today I want to talk about open communication platforms, social platforms and messaging to some extent as well. Are we really seeing this renaissance of it? Is this this rebirth of the open internet? Things like the Fediverse, Mastodon being the prime example of it. Are we seeing a break away from these big companies that have locked our communications up for the last 10 plus years? Or are we as open source people just living in this tiny bubble on Mastodon, patting each other on the back and congratulating each other on a job well done of getting away from Twitter and Facebook? I think you'd be hard pressed to say that there's not a renewed interest in open communication. The proprietary methods have definitely done a good job at making everybody look for alternatives. From my point of view, there's a lot of people that are looking for a multi-protocol client again, because, you know, social networks are what they are. You're not going to get everybody on a single one. And when I mean social networks, I mean your social circles, not an actual social network like Facebook or Twitter or anything. So are you seeing an uptake in activity in the pigeon community then? Yeah, I mean, not as much as we did in like the mid-aughts and stuff like that, but it's definitely starting to come back. There's more people looking at it. Even if you just search like Twitter or something, you'll see people like, remember the days of Pigeon and Trillion? We really need that again. That's a common thing you will see if you search, which I do. <laughs> so you've been uh, searching for yourself again. Well, your own project. It's not quite as bad as searching for yourself, I guess. Right. It's mostly to do like support and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Amleth, I know you've been into the Fediverse for a long time, since be- way before it was cool. So you might be a little bit biased on this. Just a little bit. My Mastodon.social profile, I think, was created in 2017. And then I moved to Fostodon. Then I ran my own Mastodon instance, decided I didn't like Mastodon, switched to Pleroma, added MISKI, did away with MISKI, switched to a coma instead of Pleroma. It's a, it's a fork. And I also run, let's see, PeerTube. I ran a plume instance for a while, which is like long form blogging on the Fediverse and Mobilizon, I think is how you pronounce it. Not entirely certain. It's a tool by Framasoft that's supposed to replace like Facebook events, kind of. I've been in the Fediverse for a long time. Yes. So you did all that and then graduated elementary school. That's pretty impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah, because you're like, what, 15 now, and that was like however many years ago. I lose track. No, no, no. So in 2017, I was 17. It's very easy to keep track of. Oh, it is easy, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, nevertheless, you were very young. Mm -hmm. That's all you've ever known then. You sort of grew up in a time when everyone else was using the likes of Twitter and Facebook, but you weren't then. I deleted my Facebook account in something like 2015 because I just wasn't interested. I never used it. I was never interested in any social media, really, until I got onto the Fediverse, and I I had a lot of fun. You see, the reason I asked this about whether we're just in this bubble here is that, for me, it's great. I don't have to see anything that I don't want to see on Mastodon. It's very rare. I mean, I'd see some sort of quite self-absorbed people that I might mute, but there's no one who's, you know, a bad person. They might just post a little bit too much and be a bit annoying. But on Twitter, there's people who are like, at least their online presence suggests that they are a bad person who I 
actively want to block. And I don't get that on Mastodon. But then the world is still continuing to use Twitter. The world is continuing to use Reddit, even after all the drama that we've seen with that recently. The world over a certain age continues to use Facebook on a daily basis. It's not like the Fediverse and open protocols have actually replaced anything for most people. It seems to just be like a a fracturing. And I've talked about this on Late Night Linux. Like there's almost a a, a split of people now. There's the sort of tech elites that, uh, you know, I jokingly say that we belong to, but maybe it's not such a joke. Maybe we are the tech elites that have worked out that there's this thing called Mastodon and the Fediverse and, and everything. And yet normal people are just, they don't care that Musk has bought Twitter and ruined it and allowed just terrible, terrible things to be said on there totally unchecked. I think for many people, the issue is more the cost of the change. So like, if you want to get everyone to move to Mastodon, you've got to get a critical mass of people they want to follow. Otherwise, what's the point of them moving? And it becomes a catch-22 where like, I'm not going to move because nobody's here. And then their entire social network says the same thing. And that's why we see stuff like Facebook and Twitter and Reddit. People are still using it because it's common. They know how to use it and they don't see a need to change because, you know, they'd have to go and rebuild their entire communities and stuff like that. So am I just lucky that everyone I want to follow went over to Mastodon at the same time I did then? I would say, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uprooting social graphs is very difficult. My girlfriend is just as as technical and knowledgeable about all this stuff as I am. And she was on Twitter and is still on Twitter. And that's because the majority of her social graph was rooted in Twitter and they weren't moving. So she didn't move. But then I gave her an invite for Blue Sky and she found that most of the people she follows are also on Blue Sky also posting there. And she said she's been enjoying that a lot. So her social graph is slowly moving, shifting away from Twitter, which allowed her to do that, which is going to allow some of the people that follow her to do that. It's a very slow trickle, I think. The only time you see these mass exoduses is basically when like a service gets shut down. Like there was the initial exodus to Mastodon when Musk took over Twitter. But like, Since then, things have kind of calmed down and that kind of stuff. But it'll continue trickling for a long time, either until, you know, the service disappears or everybody just settles. What do we make of Blue Sky then? I've read pieces suggesting that it is cosplaying being open. So I've started looking at the documentation of the AT protocol or at, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. That's the distributed peer-to-peer protocol, similar to ActivityPub that's behind it. There's a lot of crypto in it, a lot of interesting stuff, a lot of interesting ideas. I don't know of anybody else that's been trying to build their own implementation yet. Cryptocurrency or cryptography? Cryptography. Okay. That's okay, good. You got us worried there. Whoa. <laughs> okay, right. Good. I've been around the world before crypto was tainted. So when I talk about cryptography, I refer to it as crypto. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you were talking about cryptozoology. <laughs> <laughs> yes, watch out for Bigfoot in the code base. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a lot of cryptography and stuff to like make it so you can jump between different instances and keep everything and all that and do that in a way without a central authority, which is very cool. And again, not to be confused with cryptocurrency, (laughs) but it's a lot to digest 
And I started looking at it, obviously, to see how I could start integrating it into Pigeon. And I'm just like, all right, I have to put this down for now because it's going to take a lot of time to figure it out and go from it. The concern is that, at least from my point of view, I haven't seen or heard anybody making another client or another server. Mm. It's still invitation only. Like, you still need a code to join it. Like, what kind of federation is that, man? Right, right. But more importantly than that, right? So, like, when you look at, like, Mastodon and our activity pub, right? You've got Mastodon, you've got Paloma, you've got, it's not, I'm messing up names. You've got multiple instances of the servers, right? We don't have that yet on Blue Sky. And that's where my concern comes from. And likewise with the clients, right? So, like, I could fix the client program by building a Pigeon plugin. But we're still only talking to one instance when we, in theory, if it was a healthy distributed network, there should be multiple servers at this point. And are we ever going to get to a point where we have multiple servers, even though it's relatively open, right? But still, it's centralized at the same time. And, and that just is a bit of a um, oxymoron, right? Like you can't be open and centralized at the same time. Yes and no. Back in the day, Jabber.org was the de facto XMPP server. But over time, additional servers got written, and that's all based on the federated network as well. And Jabber.org is still around, but now there's all sorts of other services as well that people use to talk on XMPP. Does it come down to critical mass in a way? Like, you need a critical mass to get a platform going, and you need a critical mass of people who want an alternative way to connect to that other place like there, there needs to be enough people on blue sky to begin with on the original server and then there needs to be enough interest in having a complementary server that can talk to it and we're just not there yet and we may never get there yeah i think that's a good point so xmpp back in the day was kind of like mastodon is right now for us where it's like the tech elites are on it but then when google talk came out google wave and Facebook Messenger came out that were all using XMPP and they were federated. That's when XMP saw this, and I don't want to say renaissance, but you know, they, they saw a huge amount of adoption because everybody could use it. Whereas right now we're seeing something similar with Mastodon and Meta and Meta might bring a ton of people into it. I know there's a lot of controversy. People have a lot of opinions about Meta being on the Fediverse, but it's going to get the people that are only on Facebook and stuff like that into the Fediverse, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, right? Depending on what Facebook does with it, that's completely orthogonal to getting the people that are on Facebook onto the Fediverse. And that's where the critical mass comes from. I just don't get the problem with this. A lot of people are up in arms. Oh no, Meta, Facebook is going to be getting its tendrils into the Fediverse. Yeah, and it's open. Let them. If you don't like it, block them, just like we did with Gab. I have the same viewpoint where because ActivityPub is open, anybody can literally go in and do whatever they want with that data right now. Now, yes, Meta is known to be a bad actor in a number of ways, but better to have the enemy you know than the enemy you don't kind of thing. I don't know. Well, yeah, people are complaining that Meta is going to suck up everyone's data from the Fediverse. Well, you put it out there, you knew what the risks were. If you have your own little private server that can only talk to other instances, and isn't properly federated, then, okay, fine, you're probably going to avoid them. But if you're on something like Fosterdon, and I just broadcast to the world, and so anyone could just use curl or wget at the end of the day, it'd be a lot longer to do it that way. But nevertheless, anyone who wants the data that I put out on Mastodon can get it. Whether or not Meta, Facebook, whatever you want to call them, 
joins the Fediverse to get my data or just uses a, a, a web browser or a script doesn't really make any difference, does it? I recently saw a post on the Fediverse that boiled down to just because it's open does not mean we want everyone to come and join in. Openness is for like hacking on it. Hang on, it's open for the people that we want it to be open for, but not for the people we don't. That's not what open means. Not necessarily. The thing worded it much more eloquently than I am. Yes, but the point remains, it's very much like the pseudo open source licenses that try and stop people. I mean, it, I remember the the original debate was around whether people could use it for weapons and war stuff or whatever. And then the, the whole Amazon reselling services and, you know, you had source available licenses and everything. It seems like the same argument to me. Either it's open or it's not. And open doesn't always mean good. You have to take the rough with the smooth. My original viewpoint was that Meta joining the Fediverse was a bad thing for all the reasons we've mentioned. But I am coming around to the opinion that, eh, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to block them. Excellent. Once again, we've convinced you that we're right and you're wrong. LF. There's a pattern emerging here no, on the no, show. No. This was an opinion I was coming to before we started this episode. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Because we can block them. I think... A lot of people should block them, but it's not going to affect me. I mean, all the data collection stuff they, they can do, if they were going to, they, they already are. Yeah. And if you put it on the internet, it is no longer private. Oh no. What about all our DMs? Does that mean they're not private anymore? Well, I don't know about that one. If they're not end-to-end encrypted, assume at some point they will become public domain. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether that's a good thing, but that is a reality that should be accepted. Yes. To be clear, this is just the, you know, everybody will eventually get compromised if you point. Yes. And that's why you want to do the end-to-end -end encryption is because even if the company tries to do their due diligence, they may eventually get hacked and everything may leak. Yeah. Oh, no, they're going to find out that we discussed what to talk about on the show and then <laughs> did the show and put exactly. it all out publicly. Yeah. And they'll find out how hard it is to schedule one of these recordings as well. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone ever sees the Who's On First style fiasco that was us trying to work out how to schedule our recordings, then... It was such a mess. We're just all finished, I think, at that point, as internet citizens. Remind me what UTC is again versus uh, London time. Circling back to Blue Sky, my opinion on it is we just need to wait see how it ends up being it's it's too early right now to know whether it's going to succeed whether it's going to flop i don't know i've been using it i don't really like the experience compared to the fediverse and the platforms on the fediverse blue sky feels extremely immature which it is fediverse platforms and activity pub have been around for i don't know 10 years at this point something like that it started with GNU Social, I think, in 2012. GNU Social, and I think the protocol was like O status or something. I don't know. It's been around for a long time. Blue Sky is brand new. Well, you don't need an invitation to find out the sum total of what I have posted. I've retweeted a couple of things. I don't call it that, whatever. Reposted one thing, actually. I've heard people calling it re-skeet. Yeah, they call them skeets. I don't get it. I don't like it. Like clay pigeons. 
Yeah, if it doesn't involve a shotgun, it's not a skate. Ah, I see. But the only thing I've really posted is, what if Mastodon, but worse in every conceivable way? Mm -hmm. It's just a bit rubbish, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah. One of the things that drives me nuts about it is there's no emoji support on the website. I know. I press a colon. I expect short code suggestions. Mm -hmm. I don't get any. I'm also missing my custom emojis. That is from like the Fediverse and Telegram. Custom emojis have been, have become a, a core part of my vocabulary. Mm -hmm. And the lack of them on Blue Sky just kills me. Well, we'd better get out of here then, but do let us know what you think. You can email us show at linuxdowntime.com. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, but until then, I've been Joe. I've been Gary. And I've been Amalith. See you later. <laughs>